I have hit record on my incredibly shrill mic. Uh, how are you, Rob? I'm shrilled to be back. That's what I'm. That's what's going on. Did you say I'm shrilled to be back? Yes. That's fucking excellent. <laughs> that is excellent. We're off to a great start. <laughs> this sounds awful. Like we had that planned. We did not. That that, that was a good. Well, be really and funny <laughs> though is if your mic is this test mic is so bad that it's just like, and then I make that joke with no context. It, 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 it crucially it has to land based on whether it recorded you properly or not uh, yeah I apologise about my mic a uh, bit of Covid movement going on here about kind of trying to get out of places that are locking down and stuff but look you're just going to have to bear with it for one Absolutely episode making a break for the border it's actually surreal essentially fucking, yeah and then until all the other borders then decide no we're, we're going to do the same <laughs> yeah you get to a border like oh you don't want to come in here no no go back to where yeah. back we were <laughs> In fact, you're the problem, I know. But yeah, don't worry about that. Sorry if it's if it's crap, but it's one episode and hopefully it'll be all right. Ah, you'll be around, you'll be fine. So, you know, welcome everybody Hello. to episode 40 of our podcast, I Understood That Reference. How are you all? And Rob, how are you, buddy? Most importantly, me. Yes. Hello. 40. Jesus. Mary and Joseph, can you believe it? Can you? Can you get, can you? I mean, my, 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 my age is, is starting to get lower and lower compared to it so i'm happy about that that's always <laughs> no, I didn't know where you were going that's there. always a good thing for me right <laughs> and look we've got lots of interactions this week there's we got emails we got bingo winners oh. so will we just jump right on into it rob kicking off yeah man fire away let's do it in this it's spooky as well guys it's october Ooh. halloween's around the corner <laughs> we'll be uh, there's things in the air there's there is things in the air. There's not the, the, the Halloween line. That is, there's things in the air. That's what that, uh, I think. That was basically the default line for any Wes Craven film. It was just like <laughs> scream. Friday there's 13th. things in the air. There's things in the air. <laughs> and with that things in the air in mind, uh, well, I just want to say congratulations to a, a friend of the show, Amber, and that's at Amberguity on Twitter, who is our second bingo winner well that's, done. i understood that reference bingo she won you can play along with us too guys just get the bingo cards online on the website that rob has so helpfully updated and apparently looks wonderful and i will trust you on that rob uh yeah yeah trust me yeah so you can get it there and basically just we're going to say a few things maybe we won't say it because we don't plan it but basically <laughs> if, you, if you hear them coming up cross them off a list and then say if you get bingo four in a row send it in uh, amber wanted us to say one thing and that was that she wanted us to tell her that we love her so amber we, we love you we but. love you Ooh, but be careful because there's something in the air amber i was about to say there is things in the air oh my god oh my god <laughs> My Christopher Walken impression out there. Oh my god! Ah, the oh Christopher Walken impression. It's that classic thing where it's become a parody of itself, where people think they're yep. doing a Christopher Walken impression, but really they're just doing doing an impression of what of another impression of someone who thinks that that's a good impression. Because I not to not to digress like we normally do all the time, but I remember seeing Tom Hillison, who is very good at accents, attempt a Christopher Walken on Graham Norton, and I was like, that doesn't sound like him at all. But like, what was that supposed to be? That just sounded like a random person. <laughs> 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 like, they put that. They all put that thing at us, and that's essentially. You, if you want to like learn how to do it, watch the amazing sequence. You know, the, you know the monologue he gives about his father's watch in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I was good. I was gonna that's say it for ten years. Stu- I can't watch up my ass. <laughs> that's <laughs> very all. Very good. Was, okay, the year. Jesus. Very good year. The, your reflection <laughs> of the year there is very good. <laughs> so yeah, that's you. You got to study wandered. that sequence. That's how you do it. Agreed, and that's what I was. Yeah, I was going to go for that. But so look, Amber, anyway, <laughs> that's yeah, your homework. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, Amber. That's what you get. You get us saying "I love you" in a 
Christopher Walken impression. So the next bit of interaction then is that we've had another email. Oh. Rob, you know the email address, right? Um, the lads at Cap Understands, I believe. Man, I'm so glad you did because I couldn't remember. The lads at CapUnderstands.com, <laughs> crucially, actually, because I don't know where it'll go to if you leave if you leave at the dot com. That's it. People are very happy that we have our own domain name. But yeah, so we just got an email and it's from our friend Jules who is saying, uh, thanks for responding to the last email so much. That was about the X-Men casting. Oh. He said, simply, You're Jamie welcome. Fox, Spider-Man 3, talk to me. So is this for the MCU Spider-Man 3? Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah, so have you heard Have you heard this news no, at all? Is this, catch me up here. Yeah, so basically it was just announced the other day uh, I assume it's true that Jamie Foxx <laughs> is is returning. I say returning. It's a different universe. But he's going to be in the, the Spider-Man tree from the MCU. And he's going to be back as Electro. Oh, what? So people are like, is this, is this like, are they going to do some kind of Spider-Verse thing where maybe they're bringing in oh, I see what the angle from different I universes? I see what you're suggesting here. I mean, I'm not saying they're doing that. Maybe they might just try and pretend... Like, have you seen the uh, new Spider-Man game for the PlayStation 5, the update? They've changed the model. Oh, right. Oh, did you, of what? Of who? Of, of Spider-Man. So now he looks more like Tom Holland. Now I, they said, Sorry, I did see that. Now, people yes. have also said, fair enough looks at Tom Holland, but it also looks like a graphical downgrade, which is an interesting <laughs> result for the next-gen hardware. What, did, what do, you, would, do you agree with that? That they should have changed it? No, 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 that it looks like a downgrade. Because, goddammit, it really does. No, I... It just looks... Well, no, it looks lower res. It doesn't look as good as the PS... The PS5 version doesn't look as good as the PS4 version. That's concerning. Genuinely. Yeah, it really is, isn't it? Yeah, that's no... Of course I don't. Of course I'm not glad about that. It's a terrible result. I saw the images, and they do it like a side-by-side on IGN sometimes. Mm-hmm. And usually I'm like, I can't tell the difference. But yeah, this yeah. time I really... I was like, okay, this is... I'm not buying a new goddamn console on launch day for this. <laughs> yeah. No, you know? no. Oh, sure, those side-by-sides, I often laugh because... <laughs> they might be doing it and then I think oh yeah that one looks sharper but then, then it turns out that's the old version I'm like okay clearly I don't understand this enough <laughs> to notice the right details but I, one thing I would say is that I don't like the idea of them retro- retroactively changing the original character just let the PS4 game be its own thing yes yeah. not everything in the world has to be tied to the MCU in some shape or form like it can they can be their own thing at the end of the day now, now um, they're, they're, Insomniac are trying to say that the, it was the facial model of the actor that was the problem, and you're like, come on, So you're come blaming on, Tom Holland guys. for this, is, is what you're saying here. Tom, your face is too bloody pixelated and stupid looking. That's why the game looks bad. It's, it's more like Tom Holland's face is too likable, so get rid of the guy from the, the Spider-Man game. Yeah. Like, I mean, if, if they can bring back Ghostbusters from the Xbox 360, remaster that, and I'll have to change Bill Murray's face. I'm sure they can do it for the Spider-Man game released on the PlayStation 4, like, last year. You know what I mean? It's a not... game, yeah, a game for the majority of which he will spend under a mask. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> So like, like I don't none know. of the other characters got it. Only him. <laughs> hmm. But I suppose we're, we're diverging a little bit as per usual. But I think in terms of how it relates to the films, I don't know that I care that they just that they're trying to make a big deal about Jamie Foxx being back. I didn't like that interpretation. I didn't really like that 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 Andrew Garfield Spider-Man thing. Didn't really do it for me. Not a lot of redeeming qualities in there. He was too cool. He was too. He was too. Oh, I'm a skateboarder and I'm so locked in. And didn't like that. But I think for this, maybe they could get away with it because they have teased a little bit of tease of the multiverse, haven't they? In, in the previous Far From Home thing, little, little teasy tease. Oh, they did actually. Tease. Yeah, I mean, they had J. Jonah Jameson back, but they did say the world multiverse. So maybe. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. 
We speculated actually on this very podcast. Of course we did. About that. The soothsayers of the world. Uh, maybe now it's coming true after all this time. Maybe we just got the timeline wrong. Maybe. I also, in terms of soothsayers, I always laugh. Do you ever see the little clips of like people pretending to be psychics and they get caught out? And I laugh <laughs> no. and I go, and then I go, and then I go, that's us. That's us pretending to be psychic. That's that seems pretty fair. We'll be in an interview uh, on uh, sixty minutes, twenty years from now, to be like, so you guys can really see into the future, right? No, no, that was that was a that was that was a whole ruse for the last twenty years. Have you heard about that guy? Here's the paranormal coming out now again. Oh, it's give Halloween. it to me, spooky! Have, it's in the air. Just saying something's in the air. In Have the you air. heard about that guy? Um, his name starts with a G. Well, that, no, that narrows it down. <laughs> Listen, a man. I'm not. I'm not an, a thesaurus of like people who try to catch out psychic names. Okay. Yeah. So basically, he gives. He's offered like a million dollars to anybody who can prove that they have a paranormal psychic ability, and he's done it for years. There's oh, loads right. of videos all over YouTube about it. He's like getting people who like say they can do this and do that. He's he's so funny because he puts them like he put. He doesn't insult people to their face. He just goes okay show me your, your powers and they invariably obviously don't work and make a fool of themselves <laughs> so it's kind of there's something satisfying about watching it oh man there's nothing better I, I could go into age to talk about this so I better not dwell but sorry what was Jules's question about Spider-Man yeah, I mean he just basically wanted us to talk about it yeah look oh. like you I don't have much of an affinity to those Andrew Garfield Spider-Man films there's really nice music it is cool they know the music is they actually the music plays a large role in that second one with Electro like the music yeah. really they they mapped the fight scenes to their music which is unusual which i liked but it was too artificial and cgi for me and too, it was it was too it, it's not as tactile as like some of the other ones so i didn't I, I didn't go for it i don't really remember the villains or the fights i remember gwen stacy and look spoilers everybody she dies in the second one and i really like that one i don't not that i like it but it's done really well and it's very sad oh my dies. god it's depressing so i do I do like the way they did that. There, Paul Giamatti is the rhino in it for some reason for like five minutes. Yes, yes, there you go. So I forgot a, about that. The whole movie is a bit kind of all over the place. And they were planning the whole Sinister Six thing at the end. Remember, oh, you see, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So maybe, maybe there will be some kind of ties teasy, to teasy. a multiverse. I hope so. And get Andrew Garfield back. Get get Tobey Maguire back. Oh get them my all, God! Get them all back. Tobey Maguire has to enter in, no matter what way they try and shoehorn him into the the series. If they get him into the MCU, he has to do the jazz dance into the room. He has to do it. <laughs> oh my! Could you imagine? Because that'd be the most brilliant self-aware. We know what we did wrong here. <laughs> It'd be so redeeming. It's in, into the Spider Verse, right? Exactly. So why not play on that anyway? Oh, it's a very exactly. hard to follow up the Spider Verse, but that movie's way too good. I really don't want them to do a sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. Just to throw that out there, I just want to leave it. It's a perfect movie. Just leave it as it is, please. I know they won't, was, but I wish they did. It's too successful. They've already, they're already working on a sequel, so that's not happening. So there's our uh, very succinct thoughts about Jamie Foxx coming back to Spider-Man 3. Standard. Uh, do, do you want to take us on to the next, next news bit, Rob? A L- little bit of a little bit. I just want to quickly dwell on, kind of since we're on that, we were since we were blending between games and movies there with Spider-Man, I wanted to bring up Free Guy which is that Ryan Reynolds movie, which is a movie, but obviously it's set in the video game world and he's one of the NPCs in it. So for those unaware, an NPC is a a non-playable character. So somebody who'd be just milling about this sort of open world. So they released the second (laughs) trailer. Milling about. (laughs) The second trailer. You know, it looks fun. Looks lively. 
Taika Waititi's in it, so that's always a plus. He looks, he has an ability just to be funny. Even if they gave him like very drab lines, I think he can really elevate it. There's like a Jeopardy quiz show reference. It does seem a bit too Ryan Reynoldsy to me, like a bit too much. You know the you know the way he's you know the way he does that thing. One of his sort of fallbacks, his comedy fallbacks is he'll he'll <laughs> deliver a joke very deadpan, like in this sort of smiley. Oh, okay. That guy, you know, this sort of like, oh, that's that's not good for them. You know, this like really weird, like, what? Do you remember, do you remember we had a segment planned for this show that was called How Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds in this Ryan Reynolds segment? (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to rate how Ryan Reynolds was Ryan Reynolds in a particular movie. (laughs) I completely forgot that that was planned. I mean, when Free Guy is out, we're bringing that. We're bringing that in. That's what's oh, happening. Man, this is him. At, this is this is the most Ryan Reynolds in a Ryan Reynolds Ryan Reynolds film. I. This is at the. <laughs> this is the. This is the pinnacle of that. Wherever that wherever, wherever that chart peaks, it's around Free Guy. Not that he can't deliver the lines, but it's very like, oh, you're doing this again, like for the whole movie. Oh, it's it's and it even has from the studio that brought you Deadpool. It's it's hamming it up, all right. Like yeah, exactly. But the reason I really wanted to reference it, like I like it's pretty self-explanatory. He's the he's the computer character, and then he's interacting with a person who's playing a character who's from the real world. And I guess that's the that's the contrast there. There's the drama as he tries to, as he becomes sort of self-aware. Wobbly do. But the reason I really wanted to talk about it is because in the trailer. <laughs> there's a bit where his character like his character dies obviously he just wakes up if he dies because it's a video game but there's a bit where he gets hit by two cars oh i know where you're going with this oh excellent excellent it, i i i i hope i'm kind of ahead of the game in copying this but that has to be a meet joe black reference it just it, it has to be has to be right it's like I, this really look, awkward yeah. like one two punch two cars hit him in both directions in that same kind of floaty intentionally CG way that it like, yeah, like it he just flops pit. up in the sky just, just this like flops sort of, up just like you like like sort of like a like a loose potato just like a blub 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 he is there's something in the air <laughs> <laughs> how well done <laughs> but you're totally right you're t- I, I, like when I saw it that's the first thing I thought of was meet Joe Young it's it ha- it's it's crazy um so it, it, I, I I'm convinced that that's that reference but anyway I just thought it was funny because that was the that was that moment was what spawned our world famous segment, which we may or may not get to later. But I just thought I I, I saw it, and because I'm so used to now seeing the the original clip, I'm like I can't not see it. Them like in any other trailer when somebody gets also, hit by a car. To describe that trailer, I mean, you're talking about get ready, player one, get the Lego Movie, and just mash them both together. There's that's there's your free guy. Very good comparison. Actually, yeah, that's that's right on it. I think it looks fun. To be fair, I think it looks lively. I think I think actually, what did cross my mind is I think they did the video game stuff. It looks more video gamey, more effectively than Ready Player One pulled off. Which, you I mean, know what I mean? Not hard. Which well, I know, but they had a lot of money, so you think they would have got it right, <laughs> but they didn't. It's a little bit of trivia for you. Uh, that free guy was filmed partly in China, I believe, it was China. Yeah. Anyway, because my brother who uh, lives in China was was on. He walked, came across it, came across where they were filming. <laughs> this was like two years ago at this stage. And he calls you. He's like, there was a very Ren- Ryan Reynoldsy guy in China the other day. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know what. Ross, Ross, how Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds in this Ryan Reynolds scene? <laughs> That's cool. I know we have got a couple of fun segment planned, but I also just really want to call out very quickly. They have teased some amazing. Mission Impossible 7 stuff over the last mm-hmm. little while. It's, 
back filming. I'm not sure um, if other if our listeners have seen this, but I sent Ross a video there a week or two ago, and it is simply Tom Cruise on a bike, on a massive ramp on the edge of a cliff, and he just drives the bike, the motorbike, straight off the cliff, like sort of falls away from the bike in midair, and parachutes to the ground without wires. <laughs> it is mental and then he lands and he greets the fans who've arrived I, I can't even imagine where or how in the film that scenario would take place <laughs> but i'm already a hundred percent on board is all i'm saying well speaking of on board he's also does a stunt on board a train that which which was released very recently as well by the director christopher mcquarrie i, I and what was interesting in that that was on instagram what was interesting about that is that he hashtagged it mi7 mi8 so i'm wondering are they, are they doing another back-to-back? Yeah, they're filming it back-to-back, which would be amazing. Which is no bad time to do it, I suppose, because you can't really release the films. Why not just get busy making them and then release them sort of a year apart in like two or three years' time when the dust has settled, that kind of and, thing. And having, having Ghost Protocol and Fallout back-to-back, I think, helps them so much. when you Because I watched the two of them back-to-back recently. Wait, wait no, hang on. Uh, Rogue Nation is in between those two. So, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Rogue Nation and Fallout. There goes my credibility. Um, but yeah, I watched them, and actually, oh. ra- watching them back to back, they really seem a lot better. And I love Fallout. You know how much I love Fallout. Oh, yeah. But yeah. when you watch them back to back, it is enriched so much more. Like. Yeah. But so hopefully, the same thing. Because the, the, the Rogue Nation set up actually a lot of stuff that is made more satisfying than it made, makes Fallout more satisfying because you have more context to some of the little bits and moments, which is great. Fallout was my essentially first Mission Impossible film to watch the whole way through. Just bear that in mind. I I think that's mental, honestly, because the first one is still a classic. Like that holds up. Very different style, but I think that's so much fun. That first one. Anyway, we could we could run on this for ages. Don't get me started on Mission Impossible. I adore. It. I mean, really, we will have a Mission Impossible oh, special stop. at one stage. Don't you worry about oh, that. Maybe when the new one comes out, that would make sense, right? <laughs> actually do you know what baby Jesus they're writing it for us fair play to me I mean we're not great at tying things into releases so let's let's maybe not try remotely. who knows who I knows <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm looking forward to it though man looks exciting it looks exciting he's doing stuff he's on trains he's on bikes Jesus Christ it's he, amazing he must be training hard is all I'll say oh you're some son of a bitch do you know that so it's because you sent me so you sent me that video on Mission Impossible and that sent me down the Tom Cruise crazy stunt rabbit hole. Oh, and dear. let's not forget that Top Gun isn't even out. And that also looks absolutely insane if you see some of the behind the scenes footage. Oh, it's incredible. Like, he essentially just made them all become Air Force pilots. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, these, these actors have to go up for weeks getting sick in fighter jets just so they can get used to the like the the g-forces and then only then they're able to like be filmed in the planes because they can act while with hope like while not passing out or getting sick that's next level and then he's he's actually flying his own plane a fighter jet and for like tom cruise just proves how he just makes any other actors pale in comparison like miles teller is there that guy is like a lead in loads of films like whiplash and bloody fantastic four and in on this film he's barely even an extra he's, he's just bottom of the bar guy in, in the corner like he's the young fellow with the mustache as far as i'm concerned at that film. but that's what i couldn't believe when i even saw him i was like i didn't even know you were in this film just purely because tom cruise is in it as well <laughs> See, Tom cast, casts this massive shadow. It's like literally an eclipse in the shape of his smile, and it covers the set. And you can't really make out any of the other cast members. You're just like, oh my god, it's that Tom Cruise eclipse. What's going on over there? I don't know. I see some people moving about. But we don't need to worry about that because Tom is the main focus anyway, so it doesn't really matter. We just need people to walk on, say some lines, get sick in a plane, go home. Job done. 
never has a man deserved the name Cruz more than anybody in their lives than Tom Cruise. Let's be honest about this. And like, what's amazing is that's his middle name. His name is Tom Cruise Mapother. So it doesn't have the same ring to it. What? Yeah. Wow, there's a bit of trivia I did not know. I mean, I did, of course, know before you just said it there. <laughs> Tom Cruise Mapother. Mapother? Yeah, that's Mapather? it. Yeah, yeah. That's a really odd name, but there you go. He's an odd guy, I guess. Uh, there you go. Yeah, it all, it all stacks up. So, Rob. Hello. So, we are not kept on just too much longer. We'll get, yes. we'll get a, a bit more of this, but let's move on to our spooktacular topic Ooh. for today, Ooh. which is, of course, in the spirit of Oh, very Halloween. good. In spirit. I didn't, even, I didn't even think about that. I am drinking a beer rather than any kind of a spirit, but look, it... It, it, it does the trick. In Ireland, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? Spirits, beers, they all get you drunk. Well, I was thinking more spirits and ghouls, but anyway. No, I know, I know. I, I know. I was just, <laughs> just trying to link it into what I'm drinking there. But... Linking and drinking. We are now going to talk about mm. our favourite film in the spirit of Halloween. So our favourite horrors. Rob, do you want to go first or shall I? Well, you go first because I want to see kind of how you approach this and then that'll inform what I pick, I feel, ultimately. Yeah, because I'm also... I've also been a... Tossing this one around, don't I make a joke out of that. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously my my go-to one, but then I don't think it's horror or Halloweeny enough. Is of course Ghostbusters. I mean, it's obvious, but yeah, you've already brought up the point that we'll probably divulge into just like what qualifies or what doesn't qualify in this category. Exactly. So so I made the distinct choice to go specifically for an actual horror film okay like, look, fair. i always talk about ghostbusters here but i don't think and if if it was if that was included yes ghostbusters is my favorite halloweeny film but mm. for horror horror film horror will go it because i was also going to go with evil dead but even that's kind of like a horror comedy to certain yeah extent. it's kind of slasher sort of yeah yeah so i this instead went with a bit out of left field i don't know if you're going to expect me to say this but i'm going to go for john carpenter's the thing whoa that i wasn't expecting that but i really respect that choice that's like very good aside the fact that obviously me saying the thing repeatedly is going to make people laugh at my accent with my yeah. old th's yeah but, well, uh, well the hitch isn't there that's like <laughs> crucially the, 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 well th- there's there's two of them in the thing so anyway anyway and um, <laughs> it is it is a absolute master class of filmmaking it's the most suspenseful film I have ever watched in my entire life. There is, every time I think about the film, there is one specific scene that I always think about and it involves, it's going to be spoilers, I guess. I don't know the names of any of the characters really other than McCready, so it's not going to spoil things too much. But the, the premise basically of the film is that there is an alien much like a game called Among Us that's hugely popular at the moment that me, Robin, and a couple of friends played there uh, just at the weekend Ooh. but much like that there's one there's like it, aliens have basically infiltrated a group of scientists who were in, in somewhere like somewhere in the in the ice caps basically so there's no escape there's no way to get out you don't know which one's the alien and it's as simple as that it's just about building mistrust and not knowing who is true and who is human and who isn't human it doesn't tell the viewer so the viewer doesn't know but it all culminates in a scene where they have these like blood samples and they're going to burn the blood samples in front of people so they can prove who could be an alien and who's human. And they do it as they're all tied to a chair and they do it one by one. And the scene builds up and it builds up the kind of story threads that have come out throughout the whole film about who you think it is. And then it just pulls the rug out from under you. At the last second, you don't see it coming and it's, it is 
suspense done the right way because it sets all the rules are set out clear and that scene encapsulates why I love the film so much the rules are set out the threat is set out how we find the threat is set out and the problem of finding the threat is set out so you know everything you're aware of the situation so then when things go bad you know how bad they are and it's so good it's it, just oh, it's yeah. an amazing film it's a Have case study it? of like I haven't seen it fully but the problem is I've seen obviously over time um, a lot of the kind of I've seen some of the I think what I've not seen obviously is the a lot of the initial build up but of course I've seen some of the incredible creature and sort of gory work they did for the film oh. because that's analyzed to death like that was the benchmark at the time and how you do, how you do kind of gory horror um, yep. and what was what's amazing I've seen stuff and have of just like these really simple like film effects of how they will play things in reverse and use whips and wipes to like stitch some of, of what looked like really complex sort of creature transformations and movements how they stitch that together and you're like god these guys operating on what are it's quite rudimentary tools in terms of just sort of props and prosthetics and literally just like camera movements and it adds to this sort of the the tactile tangible nature of the monsters and monster and uh, i don't know i i that this is that is one of those ones where i feel like i actually have a list here of ones i'd like to see like horror films but i just it's one of those things you don't just sit down and watch a horror film at least I don't because I feel like I need to be in a mindset no I don't either I don't definitely don't but that one is just that's that one's well up there but I I, I love the idea of like building up to it yeah that's a good one fucking hell also the, the music which is also done by John Carpenter himself is exceptional because it's so there's so little of it it's just so atmospheric and it's so slow they made a remake which is a prequel with Mary Elizabeth Winstead oh. from Scott Pilgrim. And yes. it is absolutely atrocious, so don't ever watch it. And it was released a few years ago because it, it does that thing where all the practical effects are thrown out the window and it, it just looks awful. So just don't don't watch it. But I would recommend the original. Kurt Russell's in it, which, of course, I dressed up as his character, Jack Burton, from Big Drum in Little China this year for Halloween or last year. But I couldn't recommend it enough. If you're looking, anybody is looking for a classic, proper horror film, not that much jump scares. So it's not one of those ones where you're like, Okay, quiet scene. Oh, jump all of a sudden. Ah, that's scary, right? Blah, because I hate that form of comedy or horror. It's just more slow, slow build up, and you know the threat. You know what the issue is. You know the scenario, so you feel like you're in it with the people. But because you, it doesn't show the audience who is the monster at all, which person it is, you feel the threat with everybody else because you mm. don't trust anybody anymore. It is just so clever, and it's so well done, and so far light years ahead of its time. Fair play to them. That's that's a really good pick. I mean, you you played Among Us with me the other day. Essentially, you've lived the thing. The police even came to your door. I did. did. <laughs> <laughs> they did. <laughs> Are you the thing? Uh, um, no, uh, I'm not. Did you say that with a th or not? I didn't. You, you, do, you want, do, you want, do you want to tell them just really quickly that that story the weekend thereof was a funny one? Uh, well, so we're playing Among Us. Uh, and obviously, as Ross has eloquently kind of... Has he, by describing the thing, he has described... Among us, so basically everybody logs in their little phones, and it's this very sort of—it's like this little sort of colorful, sort of animated style uh, video game, and everybody has a character, and you play up to ten people, either randomers or f- with friends online. And the idea is, you start in a spaceship, and all of your, most of you are crewmates, but one to three of you could be imposters, and the imposters have to try and slink around and. Uh, kill the the crewmates before they get found out or caught but anytime anybody discovers a body like one of the crewmates they can report it and you have to try and discuss like who's the um who they think the imposter is and you can 
vote as a group to like eject <laughs> someone from the ship which obviously leads to hilarious scenarios where more often than not just an innocent person just gets just blatantly removed for no reason just because somebody said oh well this person did it and everybody's like yeah no that seems fair enough yeah we'll vote him off and then they're just gone yeah but it's anyway just me essentially every time at the weekend but anyway oh well, look this, these things happen but um <laughs> i did get voted off as well as as a i was a regular crewmate i reported the body and then everybody went it must be you and i was like what do you no 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 hang on now i found the dead body why what's going on here and they're like no we're getting rid of you and I was like, you've all made a terrible mistake. And then you just watch your little body be, be cast into space. <laughs> Don't you dare do this again. <laughs> but anyway, Ross was, what Ross was getting at was, I, we were just about to get started. And obviously this game is sort of almost like a little crime kind of mystery game. And then there's a knock on the door. And I say, sorry, guys, one sec. I'll be back in a minute. Open the door and it's the police. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait a minute. Jeez. I was Jeez. honestly, I was expecting them to just go, are you the imposter? I was so in the zone. I was, ex- I was petrified for a sec um it turns out they were looking for the neighbors or at least i think they were so i immediately just pointed in a direction and said um i, th- I think they're over there it's not me <laughs> the bodies are there i mean i mean they are there they are there well most of them are hi i'm grant and i'm grant and we're the guys from much talk about nothing just talking well, what's the show about we review movies and music. And Star Wars. And of course, Star Wars. We have cool guests. We have a very special guest, Kevin Altieri. This is a really terrible promo, but we have a really great show. In order to check us out, you can do that by typing in your browser, podpage.com slash MTAN. MTAN's all lowercase. We hope you'll give us a listen. Now that I have picked mine, what is your horror film of choice? Well, sorry, it's Halloween film again. I'll leave the I'll leave the definition up to you. Okay, yeah. So I I struggle with this because obviously, like for example, one of the immediate ones that jumped out at me as potential was say Get Out, right? Because I love that film. I but have that's, that here beside me. That's not straight up horror. I, well, it's close, but it's kind of thriller, sort of psychological, sort of horror commentary it's, as well. Yeah, like it's, it's yeah. It's that's not on the nose horror. Now. I, well, I'm gonna I, now. I, I, this is fair game here. I'll let you contest if you feel like this is horror enough. But um, I, <laughs> horror enough. <laughs> basically, I realized a lot of the, the sort of the, the the traditional horror films that I like are actually the old school ones, similar to the to, to the thing. So you know, the likes of the, the Shining. Um, I, I like Scream, The Ring, Twenty Eight Days Later, that kind of stuff. I settled on like from an experience standpoint, where I was felt like I was petrified the whole time. I'm gonna settle on a quiet place. Oh wow! Very okay. Good choice. I, so, I would not have. I would not have expected that. Like that's not gory horror, but that movie is scary. Like that's. I thought that was scary. That film. As you fair, I think a lot of people could argue that was. That's more a sci-fi kind of thriller. Fair enough. But um, <laughs> I still, as an experience, I think it's incredible. Like in terms of setting the benchmark for film, like the the premise is so simple. You make a noise, the the, the monsters get you. So that means for the entire film as you're watching it, you're listening so in you like just like the thing. The rules are established immediately. You yes. see this family, they're all sneaking around the place. You're like, what's going on here? Then one of the kids makes a noise, gobbled up by monsters immediately. Like that happens in five minutes, and then it's just this jarring cut to like a year later. So, so already you have the information you need. Like you don't need to be able to speak sign language. You just know that they're going. They're just trying to survive. At any time, there's a creak or a cough. Or just something, what you feel is too loud. Like you, you wince 
and like you're 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 terrified that they, that because you know that the monsters are just there they're, they they could be anywhere listening to this stuff so as a premise i think it's really incredible and also like this movie came out recently and a lot of the benchmark for horror was set like in the 70s and 80s so it's hard to go up yeah. with something fresh by the time you get like people are like oh nothing was ever as like in general i think in movies they say nothing is really as good as anything they made back in the day well that's because they've done everything it's hard to not come up with something it's hard to come up with something original so for me i thought that did so many things it accomplished so much and also for me it was it was not too severe a horror movie not too like you know some of them are just some horror movies are just fucking mental and like they're just body horror kind of grotesque yeah yeah yeah, i just can't enjoy that so from a horror film or at least a a movie i think people should watch halloween i think a quiet place is incredible like there's just all the scenarios they set up are brilliant um like honestly like emily blunt really nearly should have been nominated for like several acting awards for like her performance there's a bit where she's pregnant she's about to give labor and she steps on a nail (laughs) and the monsters are around the place and you're like could you imagine the excruciating pain she's going through and she has to bottle that up because the monsters will like find her so you're just you're like i was holding my breath i was nearly passed out watching that film it was so i visibly winced even when you you recounted that nail bit because i remember it sets that up as well that you see the nail earlier oh yeah they foreshadow it so much god like so much happens and like there's like it's also it's really taut it's 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 only an hour and a half it doesn't it doesn't overindulge on the mechanics of how it works yeah it doesn't try to build the world too yeah much. it doesn't it doesn't go, it doesn't go for overkill on it so i i don't know i think i think just it's a very simple story family trying to survive in the, what is i guess a post post apocalyptic world but from that the sort of the scariness and the sort of the horror aspect of it i think is seriously well done because you're just on edge the whole time because you know the rules and i think that's where the most effective movies are you know the rules of the that, world yes so that's I was why just it's scary about to say that i was just about to say yeah i think it's interesting because both of the films we picked are ones where the horror have has has well-defined rules now the, the 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 counter to that is that people can sometimes get hung up on the well if this means you can't do this then do, oh, I know. how about this and you're like okay you have to suspend your bit of disbelief for it you know what i mean you have to if you don't you have yeah. to buy in if you don't suspend any disbelief then you will never enjoy anything when it comes to when yeah. it comes to films, you yeah. have to like give them some leeway, I guess, a little bit, because they, they they'll do certain things to build tension, and that's just part of it. That's just unfortunately that's just the way it works. But no, I I that 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 that'd be my pick. If we were to go, I was it was a toss between that and The Exorcist. I really like The Exorcist, and that's that's Ooh, more I, your I, I, your I, old school horror. But I think I think that's really good as well. I have an Exorcist story for you. I remember the first time oh, Jesus. that I was watching The Exorcist, and your head did a three sixty, and you started puking. Yeah, no, I remember it was on uh, Halloween night. Oh my god, wait a second! It wasn't The Exorcist; it was The Omen. But I'm still going to tell the story. That, that movie's fucking terrifying. I have seen that. That is so. I, I was that scared. I was ten me. minutes into The Omen. <laughs> Did you know when the maid is the maid jumps out the window and kills herself? Oh my god, man! Yeah, yeah. So she, that part was on. It was only the first ten minutes in Halloween night. Terrified, black outside, dark outside, and all of a sudden, me and my brother hear this gigantic crash in the kitchen. Oh my god! And I'm like. Oh, oh my God, what is this? Oh God, what is this? And me and my brother slowly creep out and open the door. And there's my dad lying on the kitchen floor. Oh my God. Blood on the ground. And we're like, oh my God. And he was like unconscious. And we were like, what the fuck? And it turned out that he fell. And and like 
twisted and hid himself. So we then had to go to like the nearest town that we're like we lived to in the middle of the night on Halloween night and go to the doctor to get his head stitches. This oh. is it was crazy. So did, I mean, so I, you're I saying he fell as she like so she did the smash out the window. And then uh, the last the thing cra- we saw was the smash at the window. I heard a crash outside and we walked out and there was my dad on the ground. Your brain must have taken like Madness. a full minute to just process that they were just that they were two different things. Because th- well, we've th- never watched the whole of the omen. I've never watched the whole of the omen because of that. Oh well, I don't blame you. Jesus, you're afraid your dad will fall over when you crazy. get to that part. Fuck me, that's one of those weird things that sticks at you. There's a Halloween, a crazy Halloween one for that's you now. Cr- that is, that's very spooky. <laughs> there is definitely something in the air. Oh, the <laughs> do you want to put any other honorable mentions that you have that you like? Uh, the other honorable mentions, as I said, I had Ghostbusters, I had The Evil Dead, The Evil Dead Two in particular, because that is that is a far superior film. Mm. Um, I was there, there was other ones I thought of, but now I'm just like. I don't know. Like, I did, because it was novel at the time, the original Paranormal Activity. I had that down as well. It is good. It's yeah. it's really good. But then, obviously, just that template just got used to death. Yeah, I can't watch those films. I can't watch any films like that now because it was... But at the time, it, it was it was, it was was great. Like Man, it was novel. And, like, again, the tension builds so effectively with that one. Like, that's really effective. Interestingly like, enough, we didn't say any zombie films. Outside of 28 Days Later, I feel either... Have you seen Train to Busan? I am aware of that film, but I have not seen it. Excellent movie. Now, I don't. I wouldn't call it... I don't even know if it's horror as such, um, because it's unusually directed and stuff, but it's a very good film. And then also the, the Day of the Dead remake by... Is it Land Day of the Dead? Anyway, it's well, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead remake by Zack Schneider. It's actually a good film. I hate to say it, but it's a good film. Well, I guess that's how he got the, 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 the gigs for other ones. He's like, oh, he was, as is often the case in Hollywood. Oh, well, he made one decent film. Here's the keys to this comic book empire. Off you go. <laughs> Give him everything. Yeah. Um, what else have I got here? There's some modern ones that I do like. Like, I think It, the first It, the remake is really good. I think that's very well done. Um, yeah, first one's excellent. Second one is terrible. Split is really good. Um, Split is excellent uh, but I realised that there's sort of that old school sort of barely horror but they're really good films so the likes of um, Silence of the Lambs American Psycho you could nearly say is a horror because he's a murdering psychopath on a rampage because <laughs> he's a murdering psychopath um, The Shining of course and then um, I really like <laughs> What Lies Beneath with Harrison Ford I know that's a bit out there but <laughs> I love that with film. Michelle Pfeiffer and Harrison yes. Ford I saw that in the cinema when I came out and the hand on the bat <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that made me laugh that's a crazy I did not kill my wife I don't care <laughs> that's the fugitive you bad thing I know but it's but it's Harrison Ford and that's the whole thing he's trying to kill his wife that's <laughs> what that's what, what lies beneath about right it is you kind yeah. of slowly suspect him over time it's good it's good Oh, you have me thinking now. There is definitely more horror films that I haven't said that are now like slowly beginning to creep up my brain. I mean, is Alien a horror film? It has to be. Because then, I mean, geez, I didn't even think of that. I still think the thing, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to leave the thing where it is because mm. for me, that is, I could watch the film 100,000 times and still be tense every time I watch oh, yeah. it. The Conjuring. Alien is amazing. The Conjuring. That's one I want to mention as well. That's very good. That first Conjuring movie is really well done. Again, that it not so much about rule building but more just the the tension 
escalates so much. Oh my god, there's some scary stuff in that actually. But again, I'm I'm okay. I I, I prefer films that are slow burn, gets you into the characters, and because uh, again, that's what Alien does so successfully, that it does get you to like the characters, builds up the characters, slowly builds up the world, and then introduces the horror. Again, gives you the rules, what the alien can do, what it can't do, and you know what to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I think is so effective. When you know what the enemy is and why it's scary, that's but you're still scared. You're because you're scared for the characters that are there. Like you're you're nervous for them because you know what the potential for disaster is then. You know how bad it can get. That's the, exactly. Yeah. But do you have a do you so because we've chosen them as our like favorite kind of horror films, so to take the other route and just say like Halloween specific movies, do you have like a what's your go to? Do you have one that every Halloween I'll watch like a Hocus Pocus or Oh no, not really. It's not a genre like the the movies I listed there are basically the extent of the horror films that I've seen or scary movies. Like I don't I, it's not a a category I lean to, I lean into an awful lot, if I'm honest. Just, just not my cup of tea more often than not. Why do you? Yeah, I mean, I do have my rituals, is what I will say. I will, I will always watch. Again, I'll always watch Ghostbusters at Halloween, and I'll also always watch A Nightmare Before Christmas because I love that film. And it's both Halloween and Christmas, so I kind of, you're kind of covered on both bases. Yeah, you're knocking the two of the two bottles from stone there. I, I like do, it. I do love that film. I reckon uh, Beetlejuice will probably be watched by a few people. That's, a, that's probably yeah, going to be fun. on a few lists. Yeah, but again, yeah. is that horror? That's surely that's not horror. Sure. I mean, that's comedy. I think almost first and foremost. Because it's so but daft. The, it is so daft. It's actually, when you watch that it's film, fun, again, like. it's, it's, it's better than I remembered now is what I will say. Michael Keaton unhinged. Is there anything else that you need, ultimately? He's going to be back for Batman. So so there uh, you go. Back I in mean, the bat. Geez. It's the year of the bat, baby. So we're bringing back a, a, a what's his name? Is Jamie Jamie Fox is Electro? Bringing back Michael Keaton as Batman. Can we just can we just leave some stuff well enough alone? I is know. that such a bad thing? Can we just leave them where they are? No, is that is that too much to ask? <laughs> so I was going to cover um, comics as well about like what kind of my favorite horror comic is i know obviously rob you probably haven't read a whole lot of horror specific comics have you no but i'm intrigued what your maybe top one or two would be yes so so the one everybody now for the for the first time ever i'm not going to use transformers comics or some kind of captain america marvel comics but whatever (laughs) uh everyone's obviously going to say hellblazer hellblazer is the one people think of and I, I mean, I, I guess I would agree because Hellblazer is, is, this is obviously John Constantine, the Keanu Reeves film is, is based on Hellblazer comics. Is it really? Oh, well, there you go. Or did you not know that? I, no, I didn't. No, I, gen- no, I didn't know. That's, I like oh, that yeah. film so, with Keanu Reeves. I love that film. That's a great movie. But in the comics, he is, uh, essentially, he's, he's Sting. He's, he's a blonde-haired British guy who smokes all the time. So he couldn't be further from Keanu Reeves' character. But the problem is with those comics that is that they're, no matter what people say, I think they're very hard to get into. The, the, the kind of way I had to go about it was I, I, I had to choose writers I liked. So Brian Azzarello is a great writer and he does a great run on, on Hellblazer. But again, you, you kind of can't just say, oh, pick up volume five or pick up this volume because you're either too locked into a story that's like years in the telling or you're just not going to get anything at all out of it. So it's a little bit tricky. There is mm. a one that I actually might lend to you because it, 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 if you haven't read any Constantine, it's kind of perfect, called uh, Pandemonium. 
and again it's by the original creator Jamie Delano of, of Hellblazer and it's kind of set in the modern day world but it's very good it's a one told a one and done kind of graphic novel and it's very very good so if I if I was to give a recommendation for like a horror type graphic novel you want check out Pandemonium it's by uh, Jamie Delano and Jock is the artist Jock yeah in fact you probably get it super cheap online in Comixology now because it's a few years old at this point mm, I like to have them kind of the physical things so I might, I might do a, a a Waterstones order or something like that you know I'd say they go cheap enough actually oh yeah it's nice it's last... nice people to go back mm-hmm. it's nice people to lean back into those old issues you know when you've got a recommendation this is good you don't have to look for something new I that's always the best way to go about those things you'll get I'll get the, get the whole series or whatever I'd say for for pennies well if then if you're going to do that like the, the good thing about that is that you get to dip your toe in and see if you enjoy it and if you do then move on to Brian Azzarello's his mm. stuff there's four volumes it's about Constantine going across America it gets fucked up is all I'll say like like crazy <laughs> and the whole thing is like is like there's only hints at supernatural stuff but it's like is there supernatural or is Constantine just that crazy it's just it's very good that stuff i'd recommend but again like i said you need you need to dip a toe in first because it might not be your cup of tea that's what i will say okay great insight there man well done look at you look at you god jesus i'm telling you there's something in the air i'm telling you something in the air is right uh there's lots of other stuff like aliens comics and that but i'm gonna be honest i haven't read enough of them to and the stuff i have read i have not enjoyed so there you go there you go amazing Mm. we did it Amazing. Um, do you want to cover really quickly the trailer you sent me, or only? <laughs> Go on. Okay. So, <laughs> um, as I kind of hinted towards at the top of the episode, um, uh, this little reference in in Free Guy uh, was the basis for this world famous segment that I developed for Ross for Ross's enjoyment called um, "Hey Ross, Hey Ross, uh, look at these." And this is basically where I find some weird kind of movie clip or trailer or something online. And with hoping that he hasn't seen it, I sent it to him to watch right before we start recording, so he has to digest and process what he's just watched as we're chatting. And then I'll just say, "Okay, Russ, what do you think of these? What do you think's going on here?" So take it away <laughs> on this one. This is supposed uh, to be in theme, by the way. Okay, because you sent this to me, and I and I I struggled, <laughs> I struggled to find any meaning in it whatsoever. Um, <sighs> it's it's. <laughs> It's a film called... Is it Blubberella? Is that Correct. right? Correct. Correct. Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm opening it here in front of me because there's something I wanted to say funny about it. It was released in 2011. I watched the trailer and it was about uh, a very large vampire female who's obviously the titular Blubberella who like, lives in Nazi Germany from <laughs> what I can see and she hunts Nazis and it's, it's like... Looks really like well budgeted at the very first like the 30 seconds of the start of the trailer and then proceeds to go downhill almost immediately yeah um there is an actor i recognized and then it turns out it's directed by uv bowl who directed like silent hills and stuff like that um but the funniest part is the trailer is just madness it's just none of it makes sense it looks like a weird student film it does which somehow got made with a budget but the funniest part is that youtube link that rob sent me says Blubberella Trailer US 2011 American Film Market which is just couldn't sum up what I had watched better because it's like what is what is happening have I 
have I lost my mind? Is this funny? Because I don't think it is. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Is it meant to be funny? I it's not. That. I don't know. I don't know, man. The, 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 her, t- her description in, on IMBD and on Wikipedia is she's an obese dampire superhero. And a dampire in Balkans, uh, in the Balkans folklore is a creature that is the result of a union between a vampire and a human. Um, so she's this, let's say, heavy set individual who goes on a sort of a Nazi killing rampage and like there's hilariously intentionally poor quality like slow-mo effects in it and just you know like where they they clearly didn't have a sound guy it sounds like the sound just came from the shitty mic that was on the camera they used to record it the, the, the sort of pacing and sort of empty space in between <laughs> lines <laughs> sounds abysmal but you know it's a vampire so it's got that Halloween sort of hint to it is what I would say oh my god do you want to hear the tagline to it but give it to me she will kick major ass with her major ass. <laughs> That's fucking gold. That is gold. <laughs> oh my god. The description on this YouTube video, genre. I have no way to put this in any category. Maybe comedy? <laughs> that is my exact feelings, Mr. Random YouTube person, whoever you are. Oh, oh. YouTube on point. So yeah, Yui Bowl is like this German director who is just he's a weirdo. He's a straight up weirdo. He actually himself plays Hitler in that film in Blubberella for some reason oh god uh, I mean Taika Waititi did that too before but I mean I guess he did it better but he's done uh, I remember I also it was funny because I remember first hearing about this guy because he was complaining he, he's behind this series called Rampage and he just sort of thought that the Rampage film with The Rock that was released was an infringement on his copyright of the of Rampage so tried, I, I, I knew this sounded familiar so he, he tried to sue them saying that if I want to make any more Rampage movies now you've stolen my thunder basically <laughs> nobody would have seen the other ones in the first place and the fact that it was based on a video game from the 80s for Christ's sake I know Rampage was I know that, that's why Christ. I didn't that's why I didn't land but anyway I just thought Ross will tweet that video again that trailer it's appalling stuff I, I mean I don't know if I will <laughs> okay that's fair it's it's it's, it's uh, how I don't even know how you found this man I really oh. like you were like there's a team there's a team Ross I'm like I don't know there's what that team, team is there's Ross. always that's... a team um, oh no there isn't to be fair but anyway <laughs> yeah. no, I, I, I just typically I just go deep down the rabbit hole and eventually YouTube will deliver something extremely odd and that was <laughs> that was the result this time I would love to see like the YouTube algorithms profile of you was like, sir, we we don't know what this man is. We don't know what this man is, and the answer is just like, send him blubberella. You got it, sir. <laughs> oh, good it's stuff. Halloween, sir. Do it's it. Good. There's something in the air. There clearly is, man. I'm afraid for you. I'm going to revoke your YouTube privileges after that. Like, right. But look, Rob, with, with the landing of Blubberella, Big we have landing. done it. We have reached the end of yet another episode. We did it. Thank you, everybody. Number 40. For listening. Number freaking 40 Amazing. is right. This is... Nobody made it. This is 40 reference the whole way through. I feel... Uh, Ugh. I mean, I guess I just did there. Congrats. I don't know. That's. I mean, that's not a great no, film. No, it's man. not. They're they're literally all the same films by that guy. Joe 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 They're all the same <laughs> movie. It's like happy sad comedy. That's what he does. He does happy sad Completely. comedy. And has like two actors in it, and it's like Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd. Anyway, look, I'm getting I'm getting off topic as usual. Rob, where can people find us if they want to find us? If they want to. Um. Ooh, spooky. Uh, there's the bloody um. 
There's a website. I almost spat out my drink there, and I don't know why. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it came out of my nose and everything. Gone. <laughs> you can uh, find us on the website. That's capunderstands.com. And then the podcast is basically available to listen to on all good podcast machines. So Spotify, iTunes Podcasts, uh, Podchaser is one that we're on. We're on the Pod Nation list there, which is very exciting. Great, great chunk of friends on there. What is the other one that I'm forgetting? Oh, SoundCloud is one of the big vehicles. Podtail. We can never forget about poor old Podtail. I don't actually know if they're still running. Um, but yeah, we're on a... I mean, I don't actually know I if don't. they're still running, let's be honest. Um, a whole other host of and plethora of, of options. So it'll it'll be there for you. Um, we also have an email, theladsatcapunderstands.com. I mentioned that up top. And then if you want to really kind of engage and interact with us and sort of play the bingos and the games and the, and do and take part in some of the polls that we put up online, you got to do that on the Twitter. So Twitter is at capunderstands. And that's where all that fun action happens. It's all there for your delectation it's all there yeah and we got a good shout out on the uh, the, the hot, hot top 50 hot top at podcast hot magazine thing they, they now have their own podcast and they gave us a shout out and we have like little clips on it and everything so that's really cool yeah it's very fun and um, we just want to say thanks uh, Jules for the email earlier thank you Amber for playing bingo and winning remember Amber remember your homework thanks Carl for uh, remember the homework oh Carl we love her apparently Yes, I was about to say thanks, Carl, for uh, he does some graphics for us now. He's done a few graphics online. The we have an employee. I'm joking. We have we, no well, money. I mean, but he's we are we are not paying him. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. <laughs> I mean, I offered him some beer and he didn't respond. So I think I've done my part, <laughs> and he won't listen again. So we're all fine, isn't that right, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> but they're great. But, he's put some really fun images on there. So we're going to build on that. Hopefully, we can get a bit of a and bit of yeah. a sort of. We might make a bit of a game out of this as we go forward. But you know, lots to come. There. Yeah, we have some great ones for the future as well that we don't want to spoil quite just yet. But uh, excellent stuff coming up. So t- thanks a lot, Carl. Yeah, I guess then really there is only one thing left to say, yes. and that is that I have been Ross and I have been Rob, and uh, this has been. I understood that reference. Thanks so much. For listening. <laughs> the birds. That's a good film as well. I forgot about the birds. The Hitchcock one. Did we say Annie Hitchcock in that whole horror film discussion? No, no, we, no, we didn't. Jesus, Mary. I mean, it's a great film. Will Smith's fantastic in it. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> We've been. I understood the reference. <laughs> 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 <laughs>